Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, happy Monday, the 18th of January. Matt, how are you doing? I'm so good. How are you? Uh, good. It's a surviving a blizzard, but beyond that, just you, fantastic. You, it's kind of fun, though. We need this every once in a while. If you insist. You're listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. So guess what? I have a guest here with us today. We do. I'm so a excited. super special surprise guest that you surprise. have no idea who it is. I really don't yet because all I've done is heard him cough. How do you know it's a him? Maybe it's a smoker Yikes. <laughs> with a really deep cough. <laughs> Got to lay off the Newports. That's <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Uh, that may be true. Um, so, but you know what? I just, here's the thing though. This is hard because I feel like if, any of our agents say one word it's like oh i know whose voice that is yeah we know our agents very well especially this agent who seems to be like i don't know making macaroni or something in the background making all that noise uh <laughs> but um anyway so a uh, special guest uh thanks for jumping on today hello thanks for having me and Michael knows who it is. I don't. I only got two words. Hold on. I need to figure it out. We'll just have a nice conversation. Okay. We're going to keep the flow okay, going. Okay, so um, let's start off our podcast with, uh, with the not sponsored by, okay? Mm -hmm. So I have a great one, and then I'll, I'll turn it over to the guest, and then, and then you can go last. Okay, Michael? All right. Sounds good. Okay. So it was just my birthday. Yep. In case, you know, you didn't listen to the last episode, this is a big deal. Um, because it's the last birthday I have before I turn 40. Right. Um, anyway, my wife got me all sorts of things, but let me tell you about my absolute favorite thing that might sponsor the rest of my life. Ooh. It's a company called Ember. I have this. I told you about this. And they make mugs. You have one? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's so good. What one did you get? <laughs> I Okay, so my wife got me two. Uh -huh. She got me the... The desk one, like for my desk, the just the mug, uh -huh. and then also got me the uh, traveling <sighs> tumbler thing. I want the travel one so bad. I have the desk yeah. one in black, and then right after I got it, they came out with like the copper and the pretty. Yeah, ones. yeah. She got me the black ones, but um, <sighs> yeah, the the travel mug you can actually like change the temperature right on the mug. It's got like this LED oh. thing in it. It's really cool. So for those that you didn't really explain it, that aren't oh, yeah. aware, the Ember mug is a temperature like maintaining so your coffee doesn't get cold on you. And right. it has specific settings for like the perfect temperature for a black coffee versus a tea versus a, a latte versus a cabbage, like whatever you're drinking. You can just be like, oh, this is this beverage and it'll let you know. It'll send you a push notification to your phone that's like, hey, your drink has, meet, has reached optimal drinking temperature <laughs> i love it so much so over the top but I'm, I'm also a coffee sipper yeah exactly you know what i mean like i don't just drink my coffee i just like take a little sip and then i send out a couple emails and then take another sip you know mm -hmm. so i actually uh got some coffee at like one o'clock in the afternoon yesterday just filled up my mug um because you know it's about that time when you start getting sleepy 
uh, at the, mm-hmm. at the, in the afternoon. So I filled it up with some coffee and I didn't finish that cup until uh, almost five o'clock and it was still exactly 135 degrees. That's impressive. <laughs> Good battery so anyway, life. Ember. I love this thing. It's so great. So special guest, what is uh, sponsoring your life right now, but not sponsoring, not sponsoring the Realty Brothers, but sponsoring you? Oh, tough one. I would say it's always coffee. And now I'm very intrigued with this every month, <laughs> but I just don't, I, I'm one of the people that preps the coffee pot by dumping the remaining cold coffee into a cup. And that's what I get before the coffee's made in the morning. Yeah. Just, like. I'll drink it. I don't care. You don't. <laughs> Cold leftover coffee. Wait, Good with so, that. So what is your sponsor then for the week? Like, what thing are you obsessed with that should be sponsoring you for how much you are giving them your attention? Hmm. Milwaukee Tools. Milwaukee Tools. Uh, which is what? <laughs> like a tool brand? Yes. I mean, I know, I know not, I'm like, uh, DeWalt. I know that's a brand. I just get the green one, whatever that is. Cause it's cheap. I don't even know what that is. Is that like Menard's brand? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Master force. Exactly. Exactly. So now I know that this is Drew. Hi, Drew. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Welcome. The realty brother from the same mother. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's so funny. I feel like, it, it only took like one full sentence for me to recognize the cadence, but everything else I really had no idea. Cause I thought it was, um, I, I thought it was like someone trying to disguise themselves a little bit and maybe <laughs> That's it was just how Drew sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just naturally sound like you're incognito. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So Drew's obsessed with Milwaukee tools, which pff, I have never even heard of, but, um, I'm still um, trying to figure out the green. That I, I don't know. I just go uh, and it's always the cheapest. I'm not like you, Matt, where it all has to match and be a perfect set. I'm just like, look, yeah. I need whatever this one thing is for me to attempt to be handy. And then I'm going to put it away and never <laughs> attempt to be handy again for another, you know, 12 months. So, um, buy good tools. <laughs> if there's one thing you should spend your money on and it's a good tool. Okay. Here's a, here's a real thing. And it's not my sponsored cause I don't know anything about it yet, but, uh, a while ago, I ordered um, some garage like shelving and tool chest and, you know, like it, it was like a whole set um, and it has like a workbench and a cab, some cabinets and, a, you know, whatever. Um, and it finally just arrived this last week and there's so much crap. And that's the last thing I want to do is, you know, empty out the garage into the driveway during a snowstorm and clean the garage because it's empty then and then start putting these things together and hanging them on the walls and put, I'm not going to do that. So now they're just sitting in the middle of my front entryway where they're going to stay for the next three or four months because that's a, that's a spring problem. I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, Okay. That's funny. Did I tell you about my uh, bed sheets with pockets? Have I already gone over this? What? Apparently not. This is the, oh my gosh! I would put like peanut M and M's in there. Exactly. So I had That's ordered a terrible these... idea. <laughs> <laughs> and get all melty on you. <laughs> okay, so I had ordered these bed sheets uh, just because I needed some more, and they were so super cheap. It was on Amazon, and it, I was like, perfect. Uh, 
they arrived and the outside of the box said college dorm sheets. And I was like, well, I am nothing if not classy. So <laughs> I, put, I put them on the bed and there's pockets at, on the sides, like up by the head for, you know, your phone, the TV remote. Like how often do you lose things in bed? Oh, and especially like the phone that's trying to be plugged in, but, but close by cause it's, you know, a, a terrible, bad habit, but I'm a psychopath. Like right. this is the best invention to ever happen to the world. Oh, uh, so it's on yeah. like the fitted sheet. Yeah, it's on the fitted that sheet. Stays put. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's that is now, pretty genius. Because then it's just right can just there. Just make one with like a hole in the bottom, so that like you can put your glass of wine in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that sounds like a mess waiting to happen. <laughs> that, yeah, it's a workout. Those are two terrible way. ideas. If we can, what get... do you do in your bed? <laughs> <laughs> you need a temperature controlled one for the MS. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Get Ember to sign up with College Storm Sheets. There you go. Collaborate on this new project. <laughs> I feel a collab happening. <laughs> oh, oh so that's brilliant. I would buy some battery powered, like, cool sheets, though. I would totally do that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. My wife got one of those um, heated mattress pads. So there's like coils running under, but it's dual zone. So mine has never turned on. Yeah. And hers is on high every single night. Um, no, it's too hot already. Oh my gosh. Are we all like hot blooded? Is that warm blooded or cold blooded when you're, uh, when you're warm all the time? I don't know. Blooded, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Our internal temperature is warmer. Apparently. I'm always sweating at night and it's, yes. you know, winter and I still have the windows open every night cause I'm just dying. <laughs> I know yep. I have the fan running. I'm on like just the sheet. She's under like mm-hmm. a fleece blanket, a down comforter, a, a heated pad. I'm like, this is crazy. But anyway, so oh, that's awesome. for Pockets fun on the sheets. Yeah. Love that. Good well, times. Uh, so you wanted to talk about, uh, it's non-functional human being is oh, the official name of the segment. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I have one this week. I am just so functional lately. Well, that's good. Uh, I, I'm sure, I'm sure things will come to me or I, I'm so used to how non-functional I am. It almost seems functional. <laughs> that makes sense. You just assume everybody else is as non-functional. As you. <laughs> like that what? Makes it functional. You right? just exist without like this overlaying difficulty. I can't. I don't believe that. <laughs> so, Drew, when we've talked about this in past episodes, and I know you know this because you listen to every one of our episodes, um, but uh, Michael talked about like he can't drive the speed limit, for example. Mm-hmm. He just he can't function in that normal human way. Um, and, and just other random things that we can't do. So, um, I have been doing this, uh, 100 day challenge, um, of fitness and things, right? (laughs) So I started January 1st and I was like, I'm doing this. I'm doing it every day. Even on my birthday, went out for dinner and then I was get home and my wife's like, I mean, take one day off. And I was like, no, I can't do it. And so, you know, I, I did it. Um, and I'm getting like, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling more fit. I'm feeling great, even though we're only 15 days in, uh, 16 days in or whatever we're at now. Yeah. Um, and um, and I, I'm feeling good. But here's something I just can't do. And, and that is touch my toes. <laughs> really? <laughs> Wait, so what I, have you had to do that forces you to touch your toes? Well, just anytime they're like, okay, now let's stretch. Just put oh, your feet yeah. out in front of you and go. My hamstrings are they're they're not even strings they're they're concrete blocks 
<laughs> there is no movement. <laughs> That's amazing. I cannot, I can't, no, they are so incredibly tight. Um, and, you know, even my wife's like, well, would it help if I pressed on your back? And then I passed out from the pain. And then, Really? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. So what's yeah. so funny is, um, you know, I go to group fitness classes and uh, there's a lot of stretching and, and yoga and things, but I am regularly gawked at, if not made fun of, for how flexible I can be. I was just thinking about that this and morning. And everyone, like, people are like, oh, you know, go into plow pose when you throw your feet up backwards over your head. Or um, <laughs> I think it's camel when you sit on your feet, you, like, sit on your toes, you know, and then you lay all the way back. Um, and nobody can do it. And I'm just, like, dropping straight to the floor. And people are like, I don't know how, you know, your quads, your hamstrings, everything is that flexible. And I was like, I think it's because when I was a child, my brothers and mostly Drew would be like, <laughs> look what Michael can do. And just pull my limbs in unnatural directions I know. until they touch the floor. And now I'm just, I'm just stuck that way. Drew, do you You're remember welcome. this? And we would have, it was like a party <laughs> trick. Anytime people were over like, watch, Michael would lay face down on the floor. We'd lift his arm and with both shoulders still touching the floor, his arm would go behind his back and all the way over and darn near touch the other floor. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like all the way back. He must have been triple jointed in his shoulders. Yeah. There's Crazy. That, can you still do that? I, I still can. I do wow. that. And then I also, I recently learned that I'm double jointed in my hips and I can pop my hip out of the sockets. Oh, gross. And sometimes like it would squatting, it'll just be like, pop. <laughs> oh, there it went. Hold on. Uh, that's a real problem. <laughs> this is why I don't do squats. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so, Drew, anything uh, that that normal people can do that you just can't? It doesn't have to be with your body necessarily. I think you also can't drive the speed limit. Uh, I'm, I'm not terrible with the speed limit, <laughs> but I do feel like they're more suggestions sometimes. Exactly. Right. Like, come on. This is, <laughs> this is safe. Uh, uh, my determination of what safe is, but I can't, and maybe everybody does this, but I can't notice other bad or I can't not notice other terrible drivers. Oh, and like, like I, I instinctually, uh, like I'll just blinker <laughs> like, <laughs> like to anybody or something like that's what it's for. Or <laughs> just be sitting there and like, Oh, thank you for finally acknowledging that you're making that turn. <laughs> all sorts of stuff or anytime I'm approaching an intersection and this is one of my big pet peeves is people that stop past the stop sign especially oh, when yeah. there's a sidewalk and it became more of a problem to me after having children and it, you know my neighborhood has plenty of kids ranging from zero to 18 um, and they ride bikes on this path and everybody flies past the stop sign and it's kind of blind Whereas some kid just going fast and entering the street just got run over by you because you wanted to save yeah, no time at all. Maybe like, 10 seconds. Yeah. It, Ooh, that's true. You didn't really save any time. It, <laughs> you have to make a stop period. So <laughs> stopping 10 feet further back, it's not like you can't <laughs> see. It, just the so. other day, I, I stopped at a, a four-way stop and someone was pulled out like in front of the stop sign. They can't stop at the stop sign, right? Like you were just saying, they... They're like halfway into the intersection practically. And I'm staring at them and I, I have, to, I'm trying to make a left-hand turn, but I wouldn't be able to get around the nose of their car. Right. So I kind of wave and I go, go ahead. And my six-year-old daughter goes, he can't hear you. 
okay. Get them. Uh, or people that enter that. intersections that they can't clear. Like, just because <laughs> the light's green doesn't mean you should enter the intersection. You can see that all of the traffic is stopped from the next lane. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Don't get in the intersection. Yes. Because now we're all stuck here. Oh man, we could Thank have a you. conversation about our collective road rage, I think. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I feel like maybe there's a, a job opening for independent or self policing. Like just give me a paintball gun. I was gonna say, something. I think it's like the the real issue <laughs> is that you can't not voice it. Like we, we, I think it's natural to notice these things, but you have a tendency to have to let them know. And even right. if it's oh, only man. to yourself in your car, it will be out loud. Like, <laughs> like there's this internal requirement that you are responsible for, for correcting these issues in the world. Absolutely. Yeah, there is that voice. I've wanted to stop, like stop people and be like, Hey, what if this happened? Like, because of what you did, you just caused an accident or yeah. you put a lot of faith Right, like pedestrians walking on their phone. You put a, your life in somebody else's hands. Yeah, doing that stupid thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. they're okay. just looking for that structured settlement. I have the right of way. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, that's well, right. you may have the right of way, and yes, people shouldn't get run over while you're in a crosswalk. But you're really just going to trust that that vehicle saw you? Yeah, sure. Your choice. Real smart. <laughs> Uh, it depends on what the vehicle is, right? <laughs> right. I mean, like, if you're on, like, a college campus and you get hit by the school bus and you get free tuition then, like, come on. <laughs> right. It's a no-brainer. You've thought this thing out. <laughs> right. Those are calculated risks. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's what we call For an sure. undergraduate jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those videos of, like, other countries where people will, like, walk out in front of the car and the car will stop? And so then they like throw themselves up on the hood in order yeah. to try to get a insurance scam, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, and of course the person has a dash cam and then they just point like I have a dash cam, but apparently like everyone has to have a dash cam in some of these other countries because that's so prevalent is this insurance fraud. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, amazing. Speaking of fraud, sorry, we're getting so off topic, but yeah. you remember last <laughs> week when I talked about uh, getting these random Amazon packages from China that I never ordered. Oh yeah. So Brian actually, our other brother uh, texted me and he explained the whole thing. So there's there's one of two scams going on. Okay. Okay. So the first one, I had started to like say the same thing that I'm a I'm a person, I'm a real address, real name linked here. They can send me this crap um, under their own account, but under my name and address, so that they can write themselves a positive review, right? Okay. Yep. And then apparently once you have a certain number of reviews and certain rating, you can sell very high priced items Uh, on Amazon, which they never intend to deliver upon. They're going to go post something for sale. That's really, really, really expensive. And someone's going to buy it saying, look at, they have, you know, a hundred five-star reviews. This is legitimate. Yep. So like they can afford to send, you know, some parcels out that are worth nothing. Crazy. So that's scam number one. Scam number two, this is education for the public, which is, this is more terrifying for me. (laughs) They might then use your name and address to order illegal things or smuggle things and then just come swipe it off your front porch. Wow. When it arrives. Yeah, because they know when it arrives. Crazy. Why are people so crazy? I don't know. Can't y'all, I said this last week, everybody just calm down. Just calm down. Just, just stop it. Stop it. 
I was like, get, get, get a real job. I don't understand. This is so much effort. <sighs> that is well thought out. <laughs> it is. Sometimes Drew's you have to give Drew sitting here going, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Writing down notes and then <laughs> next post high price item. Jotting this down. But I've always been curious like, why there isn't more like get busted. I mean, Tina got her wallet stolen in Minneapolis. And by the time the morning came around, a couple grand worth of purchases on Amazon. I was like, don't they ship it somewhere? Can't you just go to I that know. address and say, Hey, that's not yours. And you're under arrest. I think the thing is no <laughs> one cares. Yeah. It's like, what? Which like to that point, do you know how many things I've ordered? I mean, I've ordered a lot of things during COVID, but do you know how many things I've ordered and tried to return? And the, the place now has told me either donate it or throw it away. Like right. this is a real, and I saw this on the news the other day too. They're like, at this point, stop trying to return things because it's so wasteful and it's going to just get thrown away. Um, wow. Like nobody really cares about the, that level of crime really. Cause there's so much else going on and it's like, yeah, I don't know. Wow. Small, Seems like a, a good way potatoes. to stock your retail store. Order a whole bunch of things. Yeah. Put it in a storefront. Try and return it all. They say keep it for free. Fifty <laughs> percent off Amazon retail Perfect. store. Brilliant. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> anyway, that was a long digression. That was that was interesting, but but that's good to know that that's uh, that that's going on. I With mean, the yeah, two hundred and seventy-five uh, Amazon deliveries that we have at our house every day. Thank you. Uh, um, you would think that that would be happening here more, but, but, uh, you know, Hey, I, I bet Drew's trying to figure out right now. Okay. If I just give away a bunch of like cheap houses and get enough five-star reviews, then I can start selling people some really expensive houses, right? Here but let me tell that. you about Drew real quick. Drew's actually really, I'm going to brag on you for a second. You're really good. You're probably probably the best agent in our company as yeah. far as getting reviews. You're fantastic. Of course you send them a hundred emails. Um, but yes. <laughs> no, but it's great because people need that reminder. I I'm one of them. Like, I'm like, Oh, that was so great. And they'll be like, please, you know, rate us. And I'm like, I totally will. I mean, I'll, I'll get to it. And then I don't. And then they'll send me another email. Like, were you satisfied? And then, anyway, so yeah, great job. I also have to brag on you for a second preliminary 2020 results are out preliminary dude you're in the top 10 century 21 agents in the state of minnesota that's amazing you're amazing (laughs) i think i think something that we shouldn't gloss over is that um all of us have done sales right uh matt and and me and brian and you obviously and none of us have been the top 10 in minnesota so there's that yeah you give whole new definition of the word relentless uh you're going you're going strong and i also want to point out that you've only been licensed with our company for a year ridiculous and you're you're just exploding so congratulations thank you yeah. Only been so full what, time for three years. <laughs> so what's yeah. your goal for uh, 2021 then? Um, number one is the goal. Um, wow. I set my goals high, right? I'm also going to win the Powerball. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> set them up there. Really? Set them up there. But, um, you know, there's a lot of big changes happening. A couple of people getting uh, licensed and probably coming over. Um, got assistant going um, full-time, uh, networking with multiple different uh, lenders for how we can cost share um, marketing advertising efforts. Um, just lots. So the, the, the goal is to help a hundred, a hundred different people. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, you've got the, uh, like I said, the relentlessness down, you've got the, the tenacity, all these great words we've been talking about. Um, but there's this other part of Drew for our listener out there who wants to know more about him. Um, there's this other part of Drew that leads me right into our next segment here. Um, Drew is, a, I mean, he's a crazy talented real estate agent, but he's also um, just the handiest person I think I know. Um, and so I wanted to share a list with you that I, uh, I did not prep you for. <laughs> um, so I, I want, this is going to get your true and f- your honest opinion, right? So, um, I stumbled across this, um, article on our blog. <laughs> I found it on our, our own blog. Yeah. Uh, dodge the seven most common DIY mistakes. All right. So there's seven common mistakes apparently that, that this blog says is, is happening. So I want your, your, uh, thoughts on this. Didn't you just, you just like fully gutted and remodeled a, 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 a rental, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Showing me some, some pictures on it. And it, uh, and I mean, <laughs> Michael, just if, if you haven't seen the pictures, he took the drywall down, like, like fully remodeled it. You know what I mean? I haven't seen this. The kitchen had four layers. (laughs) Suspended ceiling. (laughs) Previously glued up uh, 12 by 12 ceiling tiles, right? Glued. Then drywall. Then plaster. And lath. (laughs) Oh my god. So all of that had to come down. The kitchen was down to the stud. And we added a half bath. Um right off of that and since we added load that meant all new plumbing for the whole house wow <laughs> yep all right I so number two bathrooms but yeah. number Go one ahead. on this list overestimating your skills Um. <laughs> 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 uh, so I, I i mean i'll say there's i'm not one that ever overestimates i will think about it for a long long time and then be like I don't think I can do it or I'll be like, no, I've tried it a couple of times. Like, okay, I can do this. There are times where drew you dig on something and I'm like, I don't think you can do this. <laughs> and you always do. You always do. You always have. Um, but, uh, yeah, apparently overestimating your skills. Uh, this, this person that was interviewed said some people are handy and some people think they're handy. Just be honest about your abilities. The biggest thing is buyers can tell when things aren't in the proper position, when light sockets aren't vertical <laughs> and, uh, and laminate floor is bowed. Um, it comes down to the quality of work. If you can't do it, you'll just have to pay to have it fixed. Right? That's true. I think totally my, true. my gift is I always underestimate my abilities. <laughs> there you go. So then I can be pleasantly surprised if I do ever try to attempt something. 
you do really good stuff. Yeah, you the do. trick and is... I think I think the perfectionism in you, like if you were billing an hourly rate, it would be like, no, I'm not paying you that. <laughs> yeah. That was way too expensive <laughs> because you're good at it, but you spend a lot of time making it perfect. Yeah. But again, like I said earlier in this episode, I will only do like one project thing a year and I'll spend a lot of time being like, I can't, I can't. And then eventually be like, I can, if I spend way too long on it and then never do it again. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's see if you're underestimating on this too. So number two is underestimating the value of your time. Mm. Okay, right? fair. <laughs> Very fair. So you may be capable of laying new bathroom tile, but between your job, you know, your actual job, um, it says the kids' soccer games, but I'll just say your dog's soccer games. Um, can you really finish <laughs> the project in a few weeks or will it stretch out over months? Months and months and months. <laughs> what a great months. segue you guys uh, set me up for. <laughs> uh, so your time may be worth the cost of a pro. Also, my my whole MO is getting it 99.9% done and then being like, and then all I have to do is this, but saying that line for the next two years. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never quite there. See, I once hired a pro to um, to do baseboard because I was like, what if it doesn't line up right? The, the walls in my last house, they were not straight. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I'll just hire somebody to do this. He started with the basement and then I fired him. And I was like, yep, that just gave me the confidence that I can do this myself because it was terrible. Oh. So anyway, then it took me nine months. Okay. So number three is equating dollars spent with value. So a $60,000 kitchen designed by a pro to mesh well with the house will bring a better return than a $60,000 kitchen that bungles traffic flow and clashes with the style of adjoining areas. Thank right? you. Yes. <laughs> Nothing makes me more insane. I will not name names, but there are certain flippers who drive me nuts. And I'm like, that is a beautiful, whatever, kitchen remodel you just did. Doesn't go with the style. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there's and there's been homes like that, right? We walk into and Drew, I'm sure you see it all the time. You walk into a house and you're like, okay, you know, typical 1960s home, and and then you round the corner and there's this just weird modern, elaborate, over the top kitchen. It's like, okay, so you haven't even updated the the wood paneling or the orange carpet in the mm -hmm. basement, but you but. Anyway. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like the DNA of the home. Cause I would take a sixties home and definitely do modern things to it because of it's very straight lines. It's very clean. It lends itself very well to modernizing. And I, I get what you're saying. Like, don't just have one over the top and have everything right. not, else not touched for, you know, 70 years. But I'm talking about what it's like, Oh, look at this traditional two story that you decided to put corrugated metal in mm -hmm. that it doesn't work. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, what's like the most annoying thing you've ever seen, Drew, with, with somebody putting money in, but in the worst way? Oh, it's a majority of the time. It's you, you've spent a bunch of money and the workmanship is just terrible. Mm. Um, there's, there's a home listed with uh, like Italian marble tile everywhere 
none of it's level. Oh, it's wow. grouted terribly. Oh, that's the worst. It's like, so you put really expensive material and did a terrible job installing it, which, uh, like, that decreases value so much to yeah. me. Yep. It's like, it, I don't know, because taking it down <laughs> and putting it back together is a bunch of time and effort, and it just, it turns me off completely. Or paint on woodwork. Yeah. Like, you have nice woodwork <laughs> and you're painting your walls don't <laughs> paint the woodwork seriously so th- what they probably did is they were overestimating their skills right they're like we'll spend all the money on the italian marble mm-hmm. and then i'll just install it myself so that we can afford this nice tile yeah anyway well let me just yeah. breeze through the rest here quick uh number five is um overlooking permits <laughs> Which Michael couldn't do in his uh, St. Peter flip because there was, what, 280 permits I yeah. had to get? Yeah, I, I just kept on resubmitting, and then they would lose the application, <laughs> and then they would pr- deny the application because no good reason, and then it expired, and it was a lot. I filled yeah. out permit applications for the same project five times. Yeah. Uh, number six I, I love, uh, missing guarantees. Pros back their work right? Mm-hmm. Especially on those big projects. When you DIY, you're the only one accountable for those mistakes and missteps, right? Um, mm-hmm. All right. Number seven, last one. Thinking DIY means do it all yourself. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, there's like, our basement is not finished. I am wanting to get it finished here in 2021. And there are some things that I'm like, I can totally do that but I'm not going to do HVAC. <laughs> I'm no. not going to do electrical, right? But uh, but there are some things that I will do um, and some things that my wife will do. She's also very handy. Um, and I'm hoping the rest, Drew will just come over and do for free for me. Of course, yes. What was number two again? <laughs> uh, value on... <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, uh, so that's a, those are just some good tips on those. Cause I know right now, I mean, we're still in this pandemic. A lot of people have been updating their homes themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I see people posting pictures and some of them are like fantastic. And I, you know, it's, it brings faith to me and, and hope because I see people that I would never think to be, you know, skilled <laughs> and they're, they're doing wow. really great stuff, you know? And I'm like, wow, that's beautiful. Um, so maybe you get up close. I mean, pictures hide a lot, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, so, um, I've seen some homes where, um, you know, brand new construction and you walk in and like the, the trim work is shoddy. The, the nails are popping, you know, it's just, they, they clearly just threw that thing together so fast and took nice pictures to make it look great. But, um, yeah, it's really important to, to spend that time making it great or hiring a professional who's going to make it great. Cause not all professionals will do it great either. Agreed. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Drew, I just mentioned this, but, uh, we, we're going over our house habits every week, right? This week we're on number six is devotion. Give it 121%. Don't just check the box and complete the task at hundred percent. Give it the extra effort that goes above and beyond. So we always talk about 121%, right? Um, so, what uh, what things are you doing this year specifically in order to help 100 customers, in order to be number one? 
what are you doing to go above and beyond and give 121% in this year? Um, so I, I like to always give something kind of personal, right? Depending on the situation. So home going to sell pretty shortly here uh, in Dodge Center. They could have used a hand with just getting some materials or stuff like that. So if it's a pit stop to Menards for me to pick up the carbon alarms you need, I'm willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of the uh, extra mile per individual case. Um, other than that, it really comes down to personality type. I mean, over communicate is, yes. is huge, but there's also people who, and I ask them, I ask them up front, how often do you want updates on about your listing? Every minute, every day, every week. <laughs> yeah. Every month, because I'm only going to bother you as often as you want me to bother you. Right. <laughs> right. So it's, it's fine by me. I'm willing to do, absolutely. I'll do it. But some people don't want to be, just call me when it sells. I'm like, okay. Sounds good. <laughs> you, you know, um, you brought up an amazing point. How many listings have you gotten or buyers, but usually it's listings, um, where they fired their last agent, right? And the number one thing they said, like when you're like, oh, yeah, why, why are you looking to make a change with your agent? The number one thing is always communication. I never heard from my agent. They signed the listing contract. They disappeared. Right? Mm-hmm. Over and over again. It's the number one thing. That so I agree with that over-communicate. Michael, what do you think about devotion? I think... I think we talk about uh, giving it 121% pretty often. Also, it helps that, you know, Sundry 21, 121, isn't that kitschy? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it's it's just not checking the box at done, how we talk about how can we go above and beyond, how can we give a little bit more than the expectation? I mean, let's face it, in this day and age, even meeting an expectation is a a feat, (sighs) right? And not, not a lot of people are doing it. Um, yeah. so if we can differentiate ourselves from the norm and the abundance of other agents that are out there and continuing to grow pretty rapidly, um, by not only doing what we're supposed to do, but really knocking it out of the park. And it doesn't have to be something absolutely insane, right? It can be like, we were already talking about what's your expectation as far as communication goes. How do I meet that? And then how do I exceed that? Right. What do people expect going into showings? Can you meet that or can you exceed that? Um, There's so many areas you can look at. I I mean, from your closing gifts to your, your emails to your um, uh, like what, what you're prepping for the showings or what you're prepping for, for your listing clients. You can really take the opportunity if you challenge yourself to not accept good enough. Absolutely. And you brought up a really good point about the, uh, the um, expectations it's not that companies are getting worse, even though it might seem that way sometimes. <laughs> um, it's that people's expectations continue to rise. Right. You know, so so if you're just doing 100%, the same 100% you gave, uh, you know, five years ago, people are going to now see it as, you know, 90% mm-hmm. effort or 85% effort, right? So you have to always do 121% more uh than you did the last transaction to continue to elevate, to continue to go above and beyond um, in order to exceed those expect- expectations, not just even meet them, which continues to become more and more challenging. So right. I'm hoping that you have some good motivation to lead us into this week. I so that always we can do. 
spiel charged enough to give that kind of 121% demotion. I have demotion. to. Demotion. <laughs> Devotion. Well, you're just saying you're going to demote to 121, right? <laughs> That's right. Then, I'm already at like 131, so yeah. yeah. Step it back. You deserve the break. Uh, no, I have to find this because I take a lot of screenshots of things I happen to see throughout the week. And and there was one just yesterday that really... Yeah, got it. Okay. Uh, it really spoke to me. Uh, it says, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. Hmm. Which is all Love about... The waves. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's all about adaptability, right? And there's so there will never stop being curveballs, right? It's, try as hard as you might, you will never be able to anticipate absolutely everything that could happen. Uh, but you have so much more control than you think when it comes to responding to those things and handling them with grace and professionalism and using just using it as a new opportunity to give 121% where you didn't think you would have to give any percent <laughs> for that particular task. Uh, you, you can't stop the waves from coming, but you can learn how to surf on top of them and you can learn how to, you know, it's also about self, self-improvement, right? And, and betterment so that next time it comes up, you're like, I already have this skill. Let's pull it out. Let's continue to chip away and hone away at uh, perfecting it. But you're continuing to grow and you're continuing to adapt as the, the market adapts and as, you know, our, our pandemic situations continue to unfold and, and change the way that we do business, right? Right. You know, I was just going on a little mind journey just now as you were mm. talking <laughs> because I was thinking about, um, you know, the or learning to surf, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, for some, if you're trying to swim back to shore, and those waves keep hitting you, it can actually pull you back further out to sea, right? Because yeah. after the wave hits you, there's a rollback. And so you, you, it seems like you're failing because of that thing, right? And then going back to your previous quote, <laughs> you know, um, failure is not the opposite of success. It's a part of success, mm-hmm. right? And so I was like, what if we could just, I, I think I mentioned this the other week, like, what if we could view our failures as an opportunity to grow, right? And so you're seeing these waves and you're like, they're causing me to fail reaching my goal of reaching shore, but you just need to adapt, right? So you can use the power of that failure to literally go above the waves and and use the power of that to push you faster than you could ever go on your own, right? you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's like there's like real power there that you can harness and and take advantage of uh it's it's partly about mindset and it's partly about just having a surfboard on you (laughs) obviously (laughs) having the right tools right (laughs) there's your favorite quote that's right um (laughs) no i think it's important there's so many things you can glean off of that whether it's taking the opportunity to fail it's not uh necessarily I, i think people can get hard on themselves for the quote unquote waves coming up in the first place right yeah like i should have foreseen or i should have i don't know protected built a wall so that no wave can ever touch my (laughs) situation or transaction you can't (laughs) stop the waves right things will come and you just have to be willing to meet them full bore give it 121 percent, and learn how to surf in a new season love it that's so great drew thank you so much for joining us today you are 
just killing it in real estate, representing so many amazing buyers and sellers. And you do have that personal touch too, that, uh, you know, somebody's like, oh, I, you know, the inspector came and blah, blah, and you'll just go take care of it. <laughs> you'll just do these, these little touches for them that, that no other agent would even think to do. And, uh, and I know your, your clients appreciate it because not only are they just giving you a five-star review, they're going out of their way to post about you and take pictures with you. And like, they, they love you. And that's, uh, I think that's why within one year you are now in the top 10 in, in Century 21 in the entire state of Minnesota. So great job. All right. Uh, well, say, let's make it a great week. We're going to challenge ourselves to go in and meet any obstacles with grace and also just give it 121% at whatever you're doing. It doesn't have to be something extreme. It can be, you have a lot of filing to get done this week and you're going to give it more than just done. Like let's, let's knock it out of the park in whatever way we can, whatever that looks like for you. Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers podcast. If you liked this episode, please help support us by subscribing to the Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below. Message us on your favorite social media platform or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com. 